We got this text. Is Saul still testifying? That's pretty funny. <laughs> wow. Um, That's a good one. So uh, for anybody who's just joining us, who hasn't heard the Cohen hearing so far, how would you characterize the first couple hours? It is an exercise in character association, or I'm sorry, assassination of the president. Um, it's, uh, to a large extent, gossip and innuendo and personal opinion that he's a bad guy. It goes to a couple of the topics that Mueller's looking at. It touches on a couple of things that might have legal significance, like the campaign finance violation, which is a yawner in D.C., honestly. But it is a low watermark for Congress. I got it scored seven rounds to three. Some good body blows being landed. Cohen looking to get exhausted. His hands are still up. We got a we got a good one going forward. Yeah, amen to That's that. That's pretty funny. His hands are still up. Um, it's absolutely worth listening to, though. I mean the 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 stupid parts are so stupid, and the ugly parts are so ugly, and it's just un. It's indefensible but when as you, a spectacle. When you have, uh, pick a Democrat, when, when Kamala Harris is president, yes. and then you have a Republican-controlled ha- house, yeah. how do they not bring forward somebody who's unhappy about a prosecution that happened sure. in San Francisco? Or her affair with Willie Brown. Or, or whatever. Right. And have them testify and just all day long answer questions of, do you think Kamala Harris would be willing to cheat on her taxes to try to get ahead? Yeah, I think she would. I mean, because that's what's happening. You say she might cheat on her taxes. Might she lie under oath if she thought it was necessary? Uh, Yeah, I guess she would. I mean, what is that? Because it'll just go further down this road. That's the problem with setting these new precedents. Yeah, yeah, this this is so ugly. I mean, it's it's like uh, the president. I've said I think the declaration of emergency is a stretch. Uh, I, I don't like it because I think there's too much executive power. And Republicans, God help you, when a Democrat's doing a similar thing with uh, you know uh, health care or or you know immigration or whatever. In the same way, Democrats, if you're reveling in this, you're out of your minds. This is terrible. It's ugly. It's stupid. Back to it, <laughs> which is kind of a funny transition. Well, no, you want to hear this. I mean, you don't want to have people say, yeah, it was it was the most insane thing I'd ever heard. And you missed it. There you go. Say, I don't think my my colleagues on the other side of the aisle are afraid that you're going to lie. I think they're afraid you're going to tell the truth. Oh. Thank you, sir. Yield back the balance of my time. Thank you very much. Mr. Goldstar. The gentleman from Ohio is recognized. Oh, I, t- I appreciate the gentleman for yielding. I just want to respond to Mr. Lynch. I want you to think about this. When have you ever seen a federal agency where this has happened? James Comey, director, fired. Andy McCabe, deputy director, fired. Lied three times under oath, under investigation, right? As we speak, Jim Baker, FBI counsel, demoted, then left, currently under investigation by the U.S. Attorney's Office in Connecticut. Lisa Page, demoted, then left. Peter Strzok, deputy head of counterintelligence, demoted, then fired. That's what happened. That's what we're concerned about. And today we actually asked for Rod Rosenstein. Oh, by the way, we now know three people have told us Rod Rosenstein actually was contemplating using the 25th Amendment to remove the guy from presidency who the American people put there. And we asked for him to be a witness today, and the chairman said no. And instead we get 30 minutes from a guy who's going to prison, going to prison in two months for lying to Congress. Mr. Cohen, I got two quick questions before I yield back to my colleague. 
Mr. Heiss asked you who all you've talked to. You said you've talked to, you spoke to Mr. Schiff, obviously spoke to Mr. Cummings. You've been, you're going in front of both committees. You're here today. You're going to be in front of Mr. Schiff's committee tomorrow. Have you spoken to Chairman Nadler or anyone on his staff, or have any of your attorneys spoken to Chairman Nadler? I don't know about my attorneys. I have not spoken to um, You don't know if your attorneys have spoken? I have not spoken to Congressman Nadler. And I'm not aware, sir, I'm not aware if my attorneys, I can ask them. Can turn around and ask you. The answer, sir, is no. Okay. And you said at this present time, Mr. Davis is not getting paid. Does that Are you anticipating him receiving some kind of compensation in the future? When I start to earn a living. Are you going to wait three years? Yeah. Wow. The answer, the answer is yes. That's a first. I've never known a lawyer wait three years to get paid. I guess he thinks it's important. All right. With that, I yield to the gentleman from Arizona. Well, thank you. Um, Mr. Cohen, you know, you're a disgraced lawyer. I mean, you, you've been disbarred. <laughs> That's a good opening. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, now. And you suck as a congressman. I'm sorry. What was your question? I don't like your tie. Back to it. And so um, I'm sure you remember. Well, maybe you don't remember. Duty of loyalty. Duty of confidentiality. Attorney-client privilege. I think the gentleman over your right side actually understands that very, very well and wouldn't do what you are doing here today. So let's go back at this credibility. You want us to make sure that we... Think of you as a real philanthropic icon, that you're huh. about justice, that you're the person that somebody would call at 3 o'clock in the morning. No, they wouldn't. Not at all. You saw Mr. Comer uh, dissect you. Right in front of this committee, you con conflicted your testimony, sir. You're a patholog pathological liar. You don't know truth from, from, tr from falsehood. Sir, it's I'm sorry. Now. Are you, you, know, are you referring to me time. or the president? Hey, this is my time. Oh, are you oh, referring oh, to oh, oh, the president? When I ask you a question. Oh, oh, oh. Wait a second. I think we, we, we might have to rehear oh, that. Oh, boy. <laughs> are you referring to me or the president, which is, a, which is a good shot if you want to be a smartass? Now it's an angry bar argument. There you go. Let's, let's hear that again, just because that was so darn good. Back that up. There you go, Michael. Pathological liar. You don't know truth from from tr from falsehood, sir. It's I'm sorry. Now. Are you, you, know, are you referring to me time. or the president? Hey, this is my time. <laughs> are you I'll, referring to me, sir, you, or the president? When I ask you a question, yeah. I'll ask for an answer. Sure. <laughs> now, are you familiar the with Rule 35 of the Federal Rules and Criminal Procedures? I am now. Oh. Mm. So oh. the committee understands that you've been in contact with the Southern District of New York. Is that true? I am in constant contact with the Southern District of New York regarding ongoing investigations. And part of that application is to reduce sentencing time, is it not? Yes. There is a possibility. Yes. The answer is yes. No, it's not, sir. Yes, it is. Okay. It it's is. not. And so testimony here could actually help you out in getting your sentence lessened. Isn't that true? I'm not really sure how my appearance here today is providing substantial information that the Southern District can use for the creation of a case. Now, if there is something that this group can do for me, I would gladly welcome it. Well, I, 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 I got to tell you, you know, America's watching you. I've been getting texts right and left saying, how can anybody listen to this pathological person? Wow. He's got a problem. He doesn't th know fact from fiction. And that's what's sad here is, is that you didn't do this for Donald Trump to protect Donald Trump. You did it for you. This is all, no, this is all about you. This is all about this Twitter feed and, and, and you know, let me read one of those. Another one. Women who love and support Michael Cohen, strong, pit bull, sex symbol, non, no nonsense, business oriented and ready to make a difference. 1,000 followers. Make, uh, uh, ready to make a difference against the law. That's pretty sad. You know, 
uh, over and over again, you know, we want to have trust. It's built on the premise that we're truthful, that we come forward. But there's no truth with you whatsoever. That's why that's important to you, to look up here and and look at the old adage that our moms taught us. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Mm. No one should ever listen to you and give you credibility. It's sad. It's sad that we have come. In fact, I want to quote the chairman's very words. This is a real, hold on. Lost my train of thought. Gentlemen's time is expired. Sad state. <laughs> Something about a silk well, sheet. Good, good finish. <laughs> so that guy, I don't know that guy, yeah. but they just put up on MSNBC, they put up a little, they're putting up facts about everybody yeah. up in a little box, which is pretty handy. Been a congressman from for 15 years, blah, blah, blah. They just put up him. He's a dentist. He's been a dentist for 25 years. And his own siblings, his own siblings, uh, uh, campaigned for the guy against oh, him. That, that was that guy. I remember that, was that guy. Oh, that guy. Yeah, that, yeah, that was a weird That doesn't story, mean though. anything, no. but that's just kind of entertaining. Yeah, so yeah. the dentist brought it. The dentist brought it. You're a pathological liar. And it doesn't look like you've lost in weeks. <laughs> oh, beautiful. <laughs> he bolted out of the gates, but he didn't really stick the landing at the end there. All right, no, hey, no. Let me, uh, let me play you. was a little rough. What? I got a quote for you. This will knock your socks yeah. off. It's... um. Who said it? It was, uh, you know, the guy. All right, listen to it's, this, would you? It's ya? sad. This is one of my that was faves. The end of the, that was the quote. Mr. Cohen, you called Donald Trump a cheat in your opening testimony. Uh, what would you call yourself? A fool. You calling... Okay, well, no comment on that. <laughs> I appreciate it. And Cohen says, I appreciate it. <laughs> was that the dentist? <laughs> Yeah, it was. Man, the dentist came up out of his dental chair. Huh? Brought it hard. The came dentist the... doesn't sit in the dental chair. Your <laughs> metaphor sucks. He had the sharp, pokey thing. All right. He went right in there and started digging in the gums. Now you're back out Numbing the gums of America. <laughs> <laughs> liar, liar, pants on fire. This is how we run our country. My time is up. You may rinse and spit. <laughs> okay. More on the way. Have a seer. Enjoying yourself. <laughs> you're listening to... The Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Not only that guideline, it's that it's the argument we were talking about before. Um, and they went down this road with John Edwards and lost. You know, the fact is that what was in his head as to why he wanted those payments to be made, he will testify that he wanted to do it to protect his marriage, to protect his children, and not about the election. And so you're going to have a jury having to make that kind of decision. And when- Good stuff from Chris Christie there as usual, yeah. on uh, ABC. And so it's interesting. So I walked into the lunchroom to get my Pop-Tart because I've um, let myself go and I have no control over myself. Yeah, nice meal, grown man. And while CNN was on... They uh, they were going big as they appear to be on ABC about the the payments to Stormy Daniels because so far today that's the only like real legal anything right isn't there Uh yeah correct and um the, the Russia stuff is is uh, politically damaging maybe but uh, well and part of that legal. part of that because they can't go too far down the Russia road because that's Mueller's territory um so the only legal stuff they could really get into today was this Stormy Daniels stuff, which is a campaign finance violation, big freaking deal. And as Chris Christie was saying, 
if the president can convince a jury or whoever has to convince a jury, look, I, I, w- I paid her off so my wife wouldn't find out and leave me. Yeah. That's all there is to it. Well, Cohen just testified in front of Congress to the delight of the Democrats that Trump didn't think he would win. Therefore, he kept going with the business deals in Russia, et cetera. So the narrative when it's handy is that he didn't think he could win. But then the narrative uh, for why he'd pay off uh, the the porn skank about the affair is that he was trying to win, and it was all about the campaign and not about his personal life. I just you're not going to get twelve jurors. There's no way. Well, and Chris Christie referenced John Edwards, who bought right. a house oh my for God. his mistress, who yeah. had a kid, yeah, and was still able to convince people that, well, no, I was doing it to so my wife wouldn't find out, not because it was going to hurt my presidential campaign. And it uh, worked. Let me quote, in case you're just tuning in, you haven't heard the uh, testimony. It's so sick in you, you had to turn it off or whatever. But a great quote from uh, young Ben Shapiro. Um, he's essentially paraphrasing what I said. I think he was listening to the Armstrong and Getty <laughs> show because Ben Shapiro needs to rip me off. Cohen's testimony falls into three buckets for Trump. One, illegality. Two, embarrassing for Trump. And three, stupid hilarity. There's not much in bucket one, there's a lot in bucket two, and there's a fair amount in bucket three. What was polit- a bucket I would two agree. again? There's a tiny bit of illegality, but it's the, the, the stormy stuff. Bucket two is embarrassing for Trump. Hmm. It's the, he's not a, guy, a good guy. He's not a nice guy. Of course, most Trump voters understand that. We got a pretty good... And then three is stupid hilarity. We got a pretty good text uh, speaking to that very thing. Um, let me find that real quick. Uh, Dear Armstrong and Getty. I don't think most people who voted for Trump are shocked or surprised by any of this. I don't know about most people, but a lot of people. The point is they would rather have this jackass than any candidate put forth by either party right. at the time. Yeah. We have a dishonest jackass in the Oval, in the Oval Office. Shocking. Let's move on. Um, it, it still it came down to a binary choice, and it once again will come down to a binary choice. Do you want a guy who agrees with a lot of your philosophies on judges or regulations or whatever it is, and does this other personal stuff you don't like or not? I tell you what, if it comes down to, like a, a especially a progressive Democrat, but even like a Kamala Harris or Trump, and Ruth Bader Ginsburg has not yet retired. I would never wish her to, you know, to depart this earthly veil. She seems like a nice gal. Uh, but if she is still on the scene, but on the verge of retiring, you will have people willing to write persuasive essays on, I am fully aware that Donald J. Trump is a bad guy. Completely aware. and uh, uh, Hundreds of pages of why I think he's a bad guy. But he'll appoint a, uh, he'll appoint a conservative justice to the Supreme Court. So I'm going to vote for him. Period. Signed, voter. They're fully aware. It's in fact, it's a meme on the internet. It's very, it's you know, we've received it many, many times via email. Yes, we know he's a blank. Insert your favorite word here, but he's our blank, and he's doing what we hired him to do. Wall Street Journal editorial board. We hate everything about Donald Trump, but his policies. Right. So um, the so stuff that's, that's embarrassing yeah. for Trump, I just I think that's so baked in. I mean, the the, the I mean, if it's true that he bought a painting of himself at a charity auction at the highest bid because it looks cool. I mean, that's and then just, who had does charity write the check? Who does that sort of thing? That's <laughs> rotten. It's rotten. It's embarrassing. And that that actually that could get him in trouble 
um, for the laws of operating a 501c3 organization. I'm sure so that penalty, could be in the legal bucket. And I'm sure the penalty for that is stiff. Oh, so you're, right at, you're not the, getting sarcastic with me, yeah, are you? I won't so have it. So you write your $2,000 check and you're done with that. Right. <sighs> um, yeah. I um, want to replay Jim Jordan's scathing opening in a few minutes. He is the ranking member, meaning the top guy on the bottom party in this committee, the Republican Jim Jordan. Well, the um, stay tuned. The testimony in the grilling has recommenced, and if there are any more highlights or any good uh, any good action, we will we will bring that to you. Yeah, we're kind of down to some of the lesser lights, frankly, and it, it's worth hearing just so you understand what morons know. there are in Congress. I thought the dentist really brought it. So, um, yeah, kinda, kinda. Hmm? Then he stumbled and fumbled and bumbled his way to the finish. His ending was a little weak. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Marshall? How are you feeling today? <laughs> Ashamed? I'm not going to tell you how to answer. But. I just I just don't see how we take this another uh, step further down the road with the next president again. Where you just get somebody who doesn't like them to get up there and answer questions. And, or just to, to make negative statements about right. them. A lot of innuendo, few hard facts. Trump fixer Cohen blasting his former boss. Meanwhile, we've got a second North Korea-U.S. summit going on. Yeah, no kidding. Today. Toast, praise, and high hopes. And another warning about cell phones and your health. Coming up. We may have that, or it looks like Jim Jordan's getting into it with Cohen again, All so right. we'll have that for you. Stay Whoa. tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Is this just a random uh, tweet, Sean, or was this anybody important? Anyway, they tweeted, Democrats really need to up their question game. Congressman Cooper just asked Cohen what advice he would give to young people. That is not a good use of time. <laughs> no, that's a, uh, a a very left journalist that makes no bones about it, but I, I follow all sorts of people on, right. on Twitter. No, but I, w- I would yeah. agree that... Not a good use of time. Often in these hearings, yeah. it's always been amazing to me that each side doesn't get their act together and make it like uh, a playbook. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm going to go hard after X. Then if you segue into Y, right? No, or just have your questions in order. And if I don't get through seven, you pick it up and do seven and eight. Right. You know, some right. build here a case. Are the fifty questions we need to ask right. through here. But Let's they often ask the exact same questions the person in front of them just asked, or or stupid questions. That all our colleagues are looking at him thinking, well, you're wasting your time on that? Like, what advice would you give young people, Mr. Cohen? Great. So a woman called... <laughs> what, did you run through the other 7.6 billion people on Earth and ask them the same question? You finally got down to Cohen? I can't see her name up there. A woman called Fox? Vince Fox, yeah. With two X's. That's sexy. Is getting... <laughs> <laughs> she looks to be 80. She's a little older for a... Trying to yeah. come up with a sexy suit, attractive older gal. Though. Uh but she's uh she's apparently a Republican because she's getting in uh, Cohen's jockey shorts. And here we go. Parents here today, motivated by your desire to remain in the spotlight for your personal benefit. No, ma'am. You have sought out ways to rehabilitate your image from tax evader, bank swindler, and all-around liar <laughs> to an honorable, truthful man by appearing before cable news. I'm concerned you could be using your story and this congressional platform 
for your personal benefit, such as a desire to make money from book deals. So can you commit under oath that you have not and will not pursue a book or movie deal based on your experiences working for the president? No. Yeah, that's that's an unfair question, but a good one. I understand her point, but that's that's not yeah, really fair. Yeah, it's theater, which is yeah. what this whole thing is. Yeah, yeah, that's not really fair. Everybody who goes into this line of work, if they can write a book, does and makes money uh, off of it. Not just no, but uh, F no. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot commit to making I, money off of a book or movie deal based on your work. No. What I just, what, there's two parts to your question. The first part of your question, you asked me whether or not I had spoken to people regarding a possible book deal. And I have. And I've spoken to people who have sought me out regarding a movie deal. No, I didn't ask you if you'd that spoken the first to anybody. I said, can you commit under oath that you will not, that you have not and will not pursue a book deal? And I would not do that, no. Okay. Can you commit under oath that you will not pursue opportunities to provide commentary for a major news network based on your experiences working for the president? No. Can you commit under oath that you will not pursue political office in the state of New York? (laughs) No. So you don't commit to uh, changing your ways, basically, because you want to continue to use your background as a liar, a cheater, a convicted liar, to make money. That's what you want to do. And that's going to get me a book deal and a movie deal and television and a a spot on television? I I don't think so. Well, can you commit to not starring in a live action remake of Droopy Dog? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm already going to prison. Now you're yelling at me. That uh, that yeah, that was theater. I mean, that's yeah, just yeah, that's grandstanding for the folks back home. Right. Oh well. Boy, I, I was just for some reason I was picturing during that what it'd be like to be a guy who installed the tiling in a Trump hotel, and you get a call from Cohen when he tells you, uh, "We're not paying you. We'll pay you half of what you owe." Right. Well, I'll sue. You sue us. I'm gonna come for you. I'm gonna come for your wife. I'm gonna sue your kids. You're not gonna. You're not gonna have a dime. Your kids are gonna starve because that's what he did. He was a goon, Cohen. It's it's pretty easy to pick for Trump. Yeah, yeah. yeah well. I yield my time, remainder of my time, Mr. Chairman, to Mr. Thank Jordan. I think Delay for yielding, Mr. Cohen. In your sentencing statement to the court in, De- in December of last year, you said, "I want to apologize to the people of the United States. You deserve to know the truth." Approximately a month later, BuzzFeed News ran a story. That was the story in the country for a couple days. BuzzFeed story ran January 17th, 2019. On January 18th, your counsel went on TV and wouldn't confirm or deny the story. The next day, the special counsel's office did something that's never happened. Never happened. They said the description of specific statements to the special counsel's office and the characterization of documents and testimony obtained by this office regarding Michael Cohen's congressional testimony are not accurate. Why didn't your lawyer the day... That he's on TV when this story is the biggest thing in the news in the country. Why didn't he deny the BuzzFeed story? 
Because I didn't think it was his responsibility to do that. We are not the fact checkers for BuzzFeed. He's on TV to talk about the very story you committed to the court when you were trying to get your sentence reduced, that that the American people deserve to know the truth. You had the golden opportunity to give them the truth on a false story, the BuzzFeed story, and your lawyer didn't say a thing. He Actually, he said this, I can't confirm, I can't deny. You had an opportunity to do exactly what you told the judge you were going to do one month after you said it, and you didn't do it. Why not? Again, it wasn't our responsibility to be the fact checker for the news agencies this is the there. Biggest story uh, sir, in the country. So look, please let me. Finish. The president says so far approximately so, well, nine thousand. I, I got eight asked, seconds. I got eight seconds. I'll let you finish. Cha- chairman, may I please the special finish? counsel chairman, can said I please finish? something they've never done. They said that Sir. story was false. Now okay. you can respond. Okay. My response. The president My has told Cole. something over nine thousand lies to date. Do I ask Mr. Davis or Mr. Monaco, do I go on television in order to correct his mistakes? When Mr. The Davis answer, goes on sir, to talk the answer about is that no. specific subject, the you answer should. Is no. And I, I, I would like to... Gentlemen's also- time has... A, listen up. The gentleman's time has expired. You may finish answering the question, and then we're going to go to Mr. Connolly. All I wanted to say is I just find it interesting, sir, that between yourself and your colleagues, that not one question so far since I'm here has been asked about President Trump. That's actually why I thought I was coming today. Not to, not to confess the mistakes that I've made. I've already done that. And I'll do it again every time you ask me about taxes or mistakes. Yes, I made my mistakes. I'll say it now again. And I'm going to pay the ultimate price. But I'm not here today, and the American people don't care about my taxes. They want to know what it is that I know about Mr. Trump. And not one question so far has been asked about Mr. Trump. Mr. Connolly. So, um... Oh, boy. He gets to take that high horse with him to prison? Ride it around the prison yard? You're not paying the ultimate price. That'd be execution. They're not going to execute you. No. Um, Not yet. We're not paying your taxes. But uh, but there's a a lot of bad behavior being spread around. This is such a terrible idea, this whole hearing. If we go down this road, man, of doing this. Well, we will. We have. Yes, we have. Here we are. Look at your GPS. We've done it. The next Democratic president. There's a sniff of malfeasance. And, And the Republicans take the House. There will be a dog and pony show in which everyone they've ever met who doesn't like them will detail their sins. Because there's, you know, again, uh, there's so little in the legal bucket here. There's a great deal in the embarrassing bucket. And there's an overflow of the just, I think he's an a-hole bucket. I mean, that's interesting. I won't deny. <laughs> it's pretty titillating. But why is Congress doing this? It's ugly. It's a, it's a low watermark. You won't commit under oath that you will not perform a one-man show in which you pace around the stage with a pipe. <laughs> Talking about your experiences? Not with a pipe, no. (laughs) Our text line, we've been getting lots of good texts. 415-295-KFTC. 415-295-KFTC. If we have time to squeeze in uh, the Jim Jordan opening uh, comments, we'll we'll get to that tomorrow, I suppose. What's going on with Trump and uh, little fathead? Are we going to go to nuclear war or get that so? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. What happened with Stormy Daniels? It's way more exciting. 
Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the of, nation. Of the nation. Early. When were you disbarred? Yesterday, from what I read in the paper. Yesterday. When should you have been disbarred, based on the legal counsel you were giving your client? I, I don't have an answer for your question. How long were you uh, counsel for Mr. Trump? Since 2007. When is the first time you gave him bad legal advice or failed to inform him of his legal obligations, as you, as you testified today, you did in the case of the payment to Ms. Clifford? When was the first time you did that? Would that qualify for disbarment? I don't, I don't know, sir. I'm not the Bar Association. I just like that line of questioning. When were you disbarred? <sighs> Yesterday. From what I read. When should you have been disbarred? I don't know. I don't know. And that guy asking questions, he's a Republican. He's got a, a master's in mechanical engineering from MIT. Wow. Which is an interesting background. You'd have to be a super brain. And he appears to be ineligible for the Denny Senior discount, which I like for my politicians. <laughs> He's the first Sorority. person under 60. So where does this leave us as a country? Bitterly divided and seeing it from separate and never mingled points of view, I think. How, will, how will the cable news channels and the newspapers uh, take? What would the coverage be at the end of the day? Assuming it goes on like this. It'll be, uh, they'll just run the highlights of when their side scored a point, I think. And, and they will assess it. And, and I get this because cable news, do not look to cable news for anything but entertainment. News-based entertainment. Um, with a couple of exceptions. Um, they will just give their audience what they want to hear. The best lines of each side. I also think a large portion, just from the predicting talking points thing, they will they will say that the Republicans did a lot to attack Cohen, but not his testimony. Um, I'm already seeing early versions right. of that article bubbling right. up. Yeah, I, uh, the one gal uh, was tweeting that yes, he's he's a degenerate, and he was Trump's guy. That's the point. Pro- Republicans proving he's a degenerate aren't doing. That's not doing them any good. Um, which is an interesting point of view. Uh, I want to play at least a little bit of Jim Jordan's opening statement. He's the uh, highest-ranking Republican on the committee, because this is the way I looked at the thing from the beginning. Because the uh, the campaign finance thing, go ahead, investigate it. Figure out if laws were broken. Administer the fines like you do. That's what ought to happen. The Russia thing, you know, it, 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 the collusion, what does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. Um, if it's stuff that looks damaging, it's uh, they got too chummy with Russia and we're uncomfortable with that. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Worth knowing. No problem. But it, that's not a legal question whatsoever. And the rest of this hearing has just been an argument over whether Trump is a you-know-what or not. And whether the guy calling him that is such a big you-know-what that we shouldn't listen to him. It's just <laughs> stupid. Jim Jordan of Ohio. Mr. Chairman, when we legitimize... We delegitimize this institution. We're supposed to pursue the truth, but you have stacked the deck against the truth. We're only allowed to ask certain questions, even with that amendment you just told us about, well, Russia's is now on the table. You initially told us we can't ask questions about the special counsel, can't ask questions about the Southern District of New York, can't ask questions about Russia. Nope. Nope. 
only subjects we can talk about are ones you think are going to be harmful to the President of the United States. And the answers to those questions are going to come from a guy who can't be trusted. They just want to use you, Mr. Cohen. You're their patsy today. They got to find somebody, somewhere, to say something so they can try to remove the president from office. Because Tom Steyer told him to. Tom Steyer, last week, organized a town hall. Guess where? Chairman Nadler's district in Manhattan. Two nights ago, Tom Steyer organized a town hall. Guess where? Chairman Cummings' district in Baltimore. The best they can find, the best they can find to start this process, Michael Cohen. Fraudster, a cheat, convicted felon, and in two months, a federal inmate. And he uh, went on to describe how uh, Lanny Davis, uh, the uh, the longtime Democrat operative, the lawyer for the Clintons, currently the lawyer for Cohen, had spent a month, I think, negotiating with Elijah Cummings to make this hearing happen, that it was essentially a Lanny Davis production, um, which I, I think is almost certainly true. It's just it's just ugly and stupid. And those of you who hate Trump, you want to bring him down, all the substantive stuff, that's in progress. That's being investigated, talked about. Um, this There was no need for this. This was just a piece of pile of crap. Well, I'll tell you, the, the opening where Cohen lays out how Trump is a racist... And uh, I mean that's that's just something. Yeah. You, and he uh, he had me call his his schools and keep his SATs quiet. I mean, wow, right? That's that's really something, right? That's where we're going. He was mean to subcontractors, which I believe and I find repugnant. Oh, as I, a small business person and the son of small business and the rest of it and friends of small, I find it repugnant. But it's utterly inappropriate for this hearing. He's a racist. I heard him say uh, racist stuff once. Okay, great. Why is this in front of Congress? Then then a a Republican brings out a black woman who works for Trump and says, no, he's not a racist. So then what do you do with that nation? (laughs) Right. This is all years ago. I mean, some of the stuff was on the campaign trail or or after the inauguration that he's talked about, but like a teeny tiny percentage of it. The rest is just what kind of guy Trump is. And if you're going to allow Congress to hold hearings on, hey, uh, what kind of girl is uh, Kamala Harris anyway? Everybody's ever known her. We're going to subpoena and we're going to find out. I mean, that's not right. Ugh. Be interesting to watch the shakeout and the uh, coverage, and we'll be talking about that uh, tomorrow. No doubt about it. Final thoughts with Armstrong and Getty. Oh, man, I love that. When I'm on ecstasy, that kind of beat. <laughs> what? Wait, here's what? Your, here's your host, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody. Marshall Phillips, final thought for us. Well, on another major news story, I have been following this information just being reported. It was surf and turf at the summit dinner. President Trump and North Korea's Kim Jong-un feasted on shrimp cocktail, grilled, grilled sirloin, and chocolate lava cake at their dinner in Hanoi. I need that right now. Early reports indicate Kim did eat some of the food. Wow. Dinner table events. They've uh, built up the trust. Michelangelo, final thought. Uh, Yeah, Joe Getty once ate a pizza in a way that violated obscenity laws, (laughs) and Jack Armstrong once violated gas can laws. For more (laughs) gossip, go to my blog, armstrongandgettyradio.com. All right. It's armstrongandgetty.com, Michael. Learn the new website. Positive Sean, your final thought. Yeah, I thought season one of the Cohen hearings was fantastic. Really hope (laughs) Netflix picks up season two. I was riveted. (laughs) Jack, would you like to share a final thought with us? The most relaxing thing I've seen in a long time. Kim... Smoking. 
little fathead Kim of uh, North Korea smoking. There's a, I have a three-minute video, silent. It's him just walking around in a courtyard smoking cigarettes. Wow. It's just somehow relaxing. Well, with an ashtray go- jockey, right? Yeah, his sister is yeah. like runs around with a crystal ashtray. See, that would stress me out. Behind I don't find it. that relaxing. <laughs> Should you go to smokingdictators.com for that or what? I don't know. We'll have that video Figure on place. the website for you. We got Mussolini <laughs> with a cigar. My final thought is... If you allow yourself to become an awful person to take down an awful person or somebody you see as an awful person, you haven't done yourself a lot of good. Whether it's questionable emergency powers or hearings about who's a dick and who's not, this is a terrible moment in American politics. I am a good person. Sir, the record disagrees. Another great moment. Says who? Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another <laughs> grueling four-hour workday. The record says who? So it, many people to thank. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Email us if you want. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We're three hours in. He looks as comfortable and cool as a cucumber. This is his, this is his comfort zone. Yeah. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over! The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Bye-bye. To give a convicted felon a forum to tell stories and lie about the President of the United States. Armstrong and Getty.